We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I was going through my um, briefcase, and my wife Christine is here. It's Christine and Marty live. Hi, honey. Hi. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. It's your dad's paintbrush. It's interesting. We, we talk about my parents all the time and the impact they had in our lives. And I have um, a paintbrush in my briefcase uh, just to think about my dad because he was a painter. He's a hell of a painter, right? Oh, he's so talented. And I have a brooch, like a little pin that my mom used to wear in my briefcase. And sometimes when I reach in there, it, it uh, pokes me, sticks me. <laughs> Makes me think of Rose. We talk about them a lot, do we not? We do. We do. And look, this is kind of trite, maybe might even be a cliche, but my parents, uh, it's why we moved back here. We were in Dallas. And why they had such a magnificent, significant impact on our lives. And even for you, obviously, they aren't your parents by genetics, but they were our best friends. They really were. We spent more time with them than really anyone else outside of our immediate family with the kids. We never had a babysitter. Very rarely. Right. They watched them all the time whenever we needed help. You know, I, I started tearing up the other day because we talk about the magnificence of my mother and how she appreciated the basics in life. Mm-hmm. Remember, we took her to the beach, right? <laughs> yep. Until the folks about that big seafood joint that had lobster, fresh lobster. And my mom was there with Sarah, my niece who we love, and I bought my mom a lobster tail. And as silly as that sounds, honey, t- tell folks what that meant to my mother. Everything, I mean, <laughs> all it took was one you know, beautiful dish of lobster and she just couldn't even believe that you would spend the money to get something this extravagant. No, and I think it's one of the things that upsets me about our kids because the beauty of my mother, and look, who doesn't brag about their mom? Well, some people don't. But is that she found greatness in a damn lobster, right? Simple things, yeah. And I tell this to our kids, Chloe in particular, the middle child, who wears $180 tennis shoes, because I think it's that greatness of, of understanding the basics in life, the magnificence of that, that I think I worry that our kids might miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's easy to get caught up and everybody has so much stuff. Um, but really, that's not what matters that much. And to be able to appreciate the small things is really, if you can find joy in that, you're going to be happy in life. So if you're constantly waiting for something bigger or more expensive i mean that's not going to bring you happiness i got ariana bazzy sitting here how are you young lady pull that microphone up how are you i'm great how are you 
This is by the by the way, you met. This is Richard Bazzi's daughter. Yes, I just met her today. <laughs> and Ariana, I can see you smiling. I've spent time with her. She has like a big heart, and we're going to start doing Get Marty stuff with her. I'm excited. Me too. But I wanted to bring. How old are you? Tell folks. Twenty-four. So you're young. You understand where I'm coming from with um, talking about my mother. My mother, she was so into the littlest stuff. Like, like I took her. Honey, you remember the day that she came home from Oakmont Bakery and had all those boxes of baked goods on her table? <laughs> yes. Right? We have a video of her. She was so excited. <laughs> she would get very excited about sweets. It's like she won the damn lottery. <laughs> and, and what I'm asking you is, I think it's hard. And I'm not judging younger folks, but younger folks have so much more. Our kids live in a house. I'm telling you this. When I was a kid, if I drove past our house, this is a true story, I used to say to my father, hey, Dad, do they eat steak in that house? And my dad would say, yeah, they eat steak. And I'd say, hey, Dad, do they, do they eat roast beef? Bless you. And he'd say, yeah, they eat roast beef. So my question to you is, because your father's incredibly successful and I love him, he's one of my boys, is it hard for young folks to kind of understand the magnitude of appreciating the smaller things because today's generation, including my kids, our kids have so much. You think it's harder? I would say yes. I mean, I do have a, I knew a lot of people that are very appreciative of small things and everything, but there's definitely a handful, you know, that it was, they don't appreciate stuff like we would you know, and same with my nanny. She's the same way about the sweets. She loves. <laughs> Your she's grandma. so excited Your about the little things. My grandma, my, my dad's my dad's mom, and yeah, she's so she's so appreciative. She's taught us all to just you know relax. Well, and I think a lot the of them lived things. through hard times where right. they had nothing. Yes. So you know, when you go through something like that, I think you do appreciate it. I think our generation has learned a lot through the pandemic. Um, you know, not having school. <laughs> they appreciate school now. <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, when it comes to material things, yeah, if you grow up with a lot, which our kids are blessed to, and, you know, you, you were blessed to, um, it, it can be hard. And, and I know a lot of parents who don't even have the money make a point of, you know, buying their kids all this stuff. And it, it's hard to make sure that they're appreciating that. I get angry about it, as you know. I, I um, We are... Um... A great balance for each other, uh, I would I would argue, because I have a tendency to get very emotional about things, and sometimes blow my stack, quite frankly, because our kids have so much stuff. So if they complain, I, I want to choke them. I don't choke them. I love my kids. I would die for them. But at the end of the day, I think. And by the way, I have some very successful friends who have had this same conversation. It's a real battle. Because I have worked two jobs for more than 20 years and at one point at three. And it's a real battle for me to try to hope that our kids, honey, think the same way I do about, man, I got to work my ass off because that's all I got. Well, I will say now that Sophia started working and Chloe's using a lot of her own money from jobs <laughs> she's had doing some performing type of things. Now that they're spending their own money, they definitely look at it differently. Now, no, we they don't pay for everything with that. But, right. you know, 
if it's more than one Starbucks a week or a manicure, things that I think are great definitely luxuries, they do think twice going, mm, do I really need another Starbucks or do I really want that manicure you know so i mean they've said that like mm, well if i have to pay for it i'll just wait this oh, time oh it's totally different if you have to pay for it yourself by the way this is it's like okay maybe you know if dad offers for your starbucks it's like okay yeah sure but yeah this is such a great point so, so if my daughter has to pay for her car mm-hmm. last night mm-hmm. what did i do last night with sophia right you, she brought her $100 down to help pay for the car. But she went up in her bedroom and disappeared for an hour and a half. <laughs> I told her, go upstairs and get me money for your car. She said, okay, Dad. She disappeared for an hour and a half. I had to call her and say, hey, where's the money for the car? Because she doesn't want to give me money. And, but I think, Ariana, do you think, this is Richard Bazzi's daughter, Ariana. Eventually, we're just going to call her Ariana, but for the time being. And honey, will you move over to that microphone? People want to see you. Oh, sure. Number six. People are asking <laughs> to see you. She is gorgeous. We'll find a way so you can see Ariana as well. Um, it's a different kind of vibe when dad says, Ariana, you got to pay, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You definitely think twice about it. Do you? Yeah. And does it make you think about work ethic? 100%. 100%. Yeah. So we're talking to my uh, wife, Christine, and we've got Ariana here, which gives us a young perspective. We're going to talk about clothes and what they're wearing. And how I get hacked. So do I. Yeah. And what happened yesterday at our front door when they tried to sneak out with midriff tops on. Oh, no. <laughs> and those stupid, what are those pants called? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next. Right here. It's Marty Griffin. It's actually, I apologize. I said it wrong. It's Christine and Marty live. Right? That's right. Yes. That's the way this was sold to me. You come first. (laughs) Right? That's the way it is. Honestly, though, in our house, so people know this, and I think every couple's different. When a big decision comes up, tell folks, honestly, tell them how we manage it, how it works out sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. Well, usually we have a conversation about it. I mean, we both have input and... Um, usually come to an agreement, and then if it relates to the kids, we present it together. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes I just get angry. Yeah, I mean, not always, and sometimes, right, it's a gut reaction, and then we kind of regroup later and say, okay, how are we going to handle this? It's interesting how you become your father. I have become my father, which, (laughs) by the way, I'll take that. I'll take that eight days a week. I hope to be as much like him as possible. What my dad used to do, my dad would blow up, and then... 20 minutes later, you call and say, hey, man, I'm sorry about that. Right? He did. He did that periodically. One time, time I came home from work and I was yelling about something ignorant, something stupid. Maybe that damn dog. I, I don't know. But I went upstairs and I came back down. And I said, honey, I'm sorry. And you said, oh, I thought you were kidding. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. One thing we do agree on, and this is the fact, Jack, is that what the hell are these kids wearing, ma'am? I, I had this, this is a reoccurring nightmare. My sister Maria, who uh-huh. I love to death, love her. <laughs> she um, she was gorgeous. She was flawless. She had Still nine boyfriends. They, they circled our house like dogs in heat. It annoyed me <laughs> to no end, as she knows. We have a daughter like this. who What's she trying to do yesterday? Tell, tell everyone. 
uh, she we she was wearing leggings, which you know are very fitted. Yogurt pants, I call them. And, Skin tight. And a shirt that showed a little bit of her midriff, a lot which of her is like midriff. a crop top. A lot of her midriff. Huh, which goes against both our home rules and school rules. Right. Dress code. And she she ran out of the house, ran. Well, she started to, and then I said, you need to wear a sweatshirt over that. And then she went upstairs to find the sweatshirt, but this, she said, came down and said she had no sweatshirt, which is laughable because she has about 20 sweatshirts. She just didn't have the one sweatshirt she wanted to wear. So, Ridiculous. Yes, yes. We had a bit of an issue before she left the house. Hey, this is... By the way, I always tell you this. This isn't just about us. Everybody has these discussions, right? Well, yeah. I've talked to other moms who run into the same problem. I mean, this is the style. A lot of kids are wearing this. I mean, it's you see it in the magazines. You see it in Instagram. It's on the catalogs. I mean, this is the look. Um, and I'm not saying they don't look great in them. They look gorgeous. Their, their bodies are the you know prime of their lives. But, you know... A, it's a school dress code. So, I mean, regardless of what I say, the school does not let them wear a midriff top. But even beyond that, I know I am more conservative than most other families probably. But my opinion is that your clothes reflect the image you're trying to portray. And I can consider that in what I do. I mean, my job is a visual job. Right. So I know that what I wear is is me saying this is the image I want to project. So I'm trying to teach my kids that whether it's school or it's a job or it's going out on Friday night, what you're wearing is the image you're trying to project. And I feel like at school, you know, you have to think about that. And that's not the time to wear something that is completely form-fitting. Shows every inch and centimeter of your body. <laughs> I want to hear from my parents out there. How do you fight this fight with your daughters about dresses? Our daughter, Sophia, had these dresses sent to her for homecoming this Friday. They were the size of postage stamps. Yeah. It, it annoyed me to no end. Uh, she was so upset, <laughs> she laid in bed in one of the dresses. <laughs> she did. Like it was her damn teddy bear. <laughs> and I don't did. have tolerance for it. Yeah. We're going to talk about this when we get back. What's up? It's Christine and Marty live. Um, we have... Um, Ross, who's been holding for, I don't know, a week and a half, <laughs> want to say something to my wife. Good morning, Ross. Go ahead. Hey, Ross. Morning. Christine, your husband shared with us his listeners a story a few years ago. You two were at an event, a party, and being the celebrity couple that you are. We are. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. This, this gentleman was being inappropriate right in front of you and Marty, and before he sent this dude to a plastic surgeon to have nose work done, no. you sent... That's what you told us. You no, said I've never beat up anybody like that. That he was about to do something inappropriate, as adults don't do in public. But you stopped him. I mean, even he told us he flashed uh, that his career might have been in jeopardy. But but as a couple uh, who huh. in public doing the right thing, make, making an effort, you stopped him as, as as a loving wife would do when when someone is inappropriate. Right in front of you. I mean, was... I don't know what he's talking about. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm I don't sorry, really ma'am. remember that. <laughs> Neither do I. 
I'm sorry. We are doing an event tonight. We haven't done one in a long time. I'm excited. It's the Next Up Awards. Figures you would be excited. I am. I love that they honor <laughs> local kids, 10 kids cool with that. who do amazing things in our community. They're giving out scholarships. Fantastic. I can't wait to meet these kids. That's a great. It's going to be fun. Lamont tonight. It's nice that people are getting back out again. It is wonderful. And these charities need it. They need the money. And I think I personally look forward to getting out and seeing real people. And Ross is wrong. I've never, ever beat up anybody. Yeah, ever. if he was talking about you doing that, no, I thought he, I have no idea what he's talking about. I've never sent anyone to a plastic about. surgeon. It's no, ignorant. No. Sorry, Ross. You wasted your time and hours. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the kids because I think it's relevant. Um, dress code stuff goes back years and years and years and years. Um, my sister Maria, same issues with my parents, and she was sending me text messages during the break because I used to get annoyed by all the guys that used to come to our house. Sal Sinceri, the Sinceri family, used to come to our house with his Corvette and, and rev the engine. Seriously. <laughs> Tom Farrell, really cool guy. He threw beer cans at our third floor windows. <laughs> Seriously. My dad went nuts, as I would. I, I think we're crossing these boundaries that all parents cross, right, honey? Well, yeah, I mean, but what's interesting about the dress code thing is that it just keeps getting like shorter and shorter, tighter and tighter. I mean, yeah, 50 years ago, I'm not saying Maria was 50 years ago, but I mean, 50 years ago, they were upset if your skirt was above your knee. Now you are just happy if it covers their butt. I mean, it, it, the standard has changed so dramatically. I remember when I was young and I would have to wear my leotard and tights to dance. Right. I would never leave the car without a sweatshirt or T-shirt that covered my butt. Like, that would be embarrassing. Now, they wear leggings that are light-colored like a leotard and a short shirt and everything shows. It and annoys, that's considered it, it, normal. It annoys the hell out of me. I, yeah, it just it, does. it's very hard for me to get used to given that it really, I mean, I know I'm 50, but it wasn't that long ago when that would have been considered very inappropriate. Our daughter, Sophia is tall and in her stupid boots that she bought, she's six feet tall and she's bragging about it last night. She loves it. <laughs> she bought dresses the size of a bottle cap. Did she not? Yeah, I mean, it'd be one thing for a movie star to wear these things that are very low cut, right. showing a lot of the, you know, chest area, and then high cut, showing a lot of leg. You know, that's fine for some people, even if you're in your 20s, you know, go for it. But I just, it's so hard because the dresses are marketing to these teenagers who are 14 and 16 are so revealing and they think that that's okay. She was mad at us because but, we told her she couldn't wear the one dress that was the size of a bottle right. cap. The irony is, okay, here's the irony. The dance is now outside. So now she just got a dress yesterday that's long-sleeved and more covered than anything because it's going to be cold. All right, so let me tell you what happened. <laughs> and then I got to ask Ariana this. So she's wearing these short dresses and... Her parents, Christine's parents, grab me, Gary and Barb. We've got to talk to Sophia about her dresses, how short they are. And I said, I mean, my daughter, who's a 4.0 student who takes ballet five nights a week and works a job three nights a week. You mean that one? And I told them that because I was irritated that they made it their business. So she came downstairs. Where were we going with them? They were just My here. birthday. Okay, your birthday. She had this short dress on, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I pulled her aside and I said... 
honey, uh, Grandma B and Grandma don't like the short dresses. You got to change. And I'll be honest, I, I I like the dress, but I feel like it wasn't the right place to wear that. And that's what I was talking about. How you have to consider what you're wearing with the other people you're with, the image you want to portray at that event or that time. Okay, so I tell Sophia, you got to change that dress. She goes upstairs, and in the <laughs> and in the fashion of her father, and I hugged her for it. She says, "Okay, I'll change." She comes to the top of the stairs with a corset on. <laughs> And Dixie Duke shorts. A lot worse than the dress. The smallest <laughs> outfit I've ever seen her wear in her life. And <laughs> disco boots with six-inch heels. Oh, right? my God. I about died when I saw Right? Did she not? <laughs> it was hysterical. And she did it to give your parents a rash. Oh, yeah. She stood at the top of steps. I was like, turn back around. I'm picking out what you're wearing. <laughs> Ariana Bazzi's here. She's 24. <laughs> Do you have these battles about dress length and... Well, I can't say that I can anymore, but I definitely can relate when I was in that same time, age, age, you know? Well, you're only 24. I know, but it feels like I've been out of high school forever. And I can definitely look back and say when I, you know, was talking to my mom in the morning, you know, you you just want to be more grown up than you are. And, you know, eight years later, nine, however long I've been out of high school, but... It's definitely different. I definitely have mature. You know, I feel like I am definitely more conservative than I was. Just looking back. Well, look at you. Interesting. Yeah, you dress I mean, very conservatively now. Yeah. But you represent a really successful business. Yeah. So when did the light go off? When did you say, I got to do better? Probably like after college. Okay. You know, it, everything changes after college, I feel like. And, and so now are you thinking mom is right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can paused. I can definitely look back at you know a few pictures and be like, wow, we were really young, you know, and you don't think you're that young right. when you are that young, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought of that, but you're right. I think it's maturity and also feeling like you are older than you are. I mean, yeah. the our youngest is 14. Right. I mean, that's if you think about that, that's still so young. So I know little. she's a freshman in yeah. high school, but. And whenever I, mean, I was a freshman in high school, I mean, you think you're like on top of the world. You think that's you're right. like way more mature than that's you right. are. That's right. And yes. you think your parents are idiots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And we don't this know This is squat. normal. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I don't care what's normal. I get so angry about it, as you know. I don't yell about it. I just say, honey, this is your job. I let mom make clothing decisions. I do. I will say I wish schools in general would, quote unquote, dress code the kids, you know, give them a... Uh, whatever the reprimand is for that, because I do find what they say to me is, oh, well, everyone's wearing this at school. And and I think they're right. I don't think the schools and I get it. They've got a lot on their plate. The dress code is probably the last thing they need to worry about. But it is hard when other kids get you know, away with it at school. And then you're telling your kid, no, you can't. All right, folks, we have a lot more to get to, including religion. When we come back, hang in there. Special guest, special guest. My wife, Christine, Christine and Marty live. I have to say Christine live first or else the show gets canceled. Richard Bazzi calling in. Your daughter is a new addition and she's magnificent, sir. You did a hell of a job there. Well, you know, Marty, even a blind squirrel gets an acorn once in a while. Oh, Ariana, he's being critical. Of me. I Yeah, that's what I took it. <laughs> That's how I took it. Well, I, I told Christine, her this. You know, good morning. Christine, good morning. You and I need to talk. We're good friends. Richard does magnificent things, and his daughter 
uh, has a similar heart. Uh, we're starting something magnificent we're going to announce in a pretty big way Monday. But we love having her here, my man, and she thinks the way you do, which is a good thing. Thanks, Marty. She's certainly a pride point in my life. And um, as you know with your own daughters, uh, nothing's like a, a daughter to a dad. That's right. And she has the same kind of heart that you have. Have you noticed that? Um, I do know that. Yeah. Um, she's very special. And she's more mature than you are. I've noticed this. <laughs> well, she's always been the mom of the family. Uh, Isn't that funny? Uh, interesting. Christine, you were the mom of your family. I was. Were you? Oh, yes. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's so They're funny. fist bumping, Richard. <laughs> There's got to well, be one. <laughs> there has to be one. I mean, she's, she's the mom to my son. She's, she's actually even acts as the mom to me. She'll say, Dad, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> Well, I think it's valuable, and it's why we love them, and it's why we covet their opinions so much. And we're, we're grateful for you, and we're really grateful for her. So thanks, my man. Well, thank you for giving us the opportunity to be part of something really, really impactful. And your wife is lovely. Your relationship is lovely. I'm envious of it. Uh, you guys are great. So thank you. Thanks, my man. Thank you, Richard. We love doing this, honey. Um, it flies by. It has it a lot of impact. I, I think it's folks grabbing on the streets. I think they like your opinion. I think it matters, right? I, I hope it does. I mean, I love being able to talk about things that impact, you know, not only our family, but I think a lot of people out there. Eileen Landucci, best hour of the week with your wife. No offense, Marty. <laughs> I get it. I think it's a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's valuable, folks. Wednesdays, 10 to 11. Live, Christina Marty. Thanks, sweetheart. Thank you. All right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.